This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Four natural ways to get better sleep. Four natural ways to get better sleep. It is Thursday, the 28th of February of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to that story, though, if you just Netflix and chill and want to call it a date, then, well, dating is probably pretty cheap. But how much does a more traditional date cost in 2019? A new study looked at 50 cities, and the answer is somewhere between 88 and $156. That sounds about right. If you go to, like, dinner and have some drinks. And people, a lot of people do that, like, every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they looked at how much it costs for two people to go out to dinner, see a movie, and have one drink each at the end of the night. And since you're drinking, they also fact in the price of a lift. And out of the 50 cities they looked at, the most expensive place to date is New York, not surprisingly. And Oklahoma City is the cheapest. Hmm. Yeah, the study did not look at the nationwide average, but I guess the median cost out of all 50 cities, and Cincinnati always seems to be right in the middle of these things, Mm -hmm. was $110. So that would include about $23 for an Uber ride, which, you know, if you're Going for like us, Kenwood to downtown, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And then $43 for dinner, $9 in tips, $24 for two movie tickets, and $11 for drinks. And they didn't even include the popcorn. Well, maybe okay. you don't need it if you have dinner, you know. Maybe you just get a snack. You save room. Yeah, it's probably a little cheaper. How much did they say for dinner again for two? Uh, they said $43. Okay. Probably a little cheaper than in most rural areas. Because another recent study found the cheapest states for dating are South Dakota, Utah, and North Dakota. Hey, uh, would you be willing to wipe out your entire Instagram history for an outside chance at winning a really cool prize? Yes. What's the prize? What's the really cool prize? <laughs> well, JetBlue just launched a new contest where three people will win unlimited flights for one year on JetBlue. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm in. And you can fly anywhere you want on JetBlue between April 1st of this year and March 31st of next year. Do they go pretty much everywhere? As often as you want. I I don't think they come here. (laughs) Yeah, I would pass on that one. I think we used to. I feel like I used to fly that to Florida, or I have before, like into Orlando or something for spring break. Can you check Mm -hmm. that for me? Yeah. Jet blue out of CVG. I think they were here, but not anymore. Yeah. 
some confirmation on that. But to enter the contest, you need to either delete or archive every single photo from your Instagram account, and then you take an image they made that says, all you can blank, fill in the blank with what you would do with unlimited flights if you won. Yeah, this is their mm. map, and there's not anything. Yeah, so that would not be helpful to you. Not a ton of options of places to go, it looks like, either. Right. Mostly East Coast. Yeah. Uh, but after that, if you just archived your Instagram photos, you can take the time to reactivate them all one by one. But if you deleted them, they're gone forever. So, yeah, since they don't fly out of here, I don't think it's worth it. But it's a cool contest. Gallup just released its 11th annual rankings of every state by their well-being scores. In other words, how happy and healthy the people there are. Mm-hmm. And the number one is the only state in the country that you would consider an island paradise. Hawaii. Rhode Island. Hawaii. (laughs) Rhode Island, yeah. Uh Yeah, like, they based it on how people rank the five different aspects of their life, like how much they like their job, the quality of their relationships and friendships, their financial security, how much they like their community, their physical health. And uh, Hawaii has the highest well-being score for the seventh time in 11 years. But here's what's crazy. Number number two, right behind Hawaii, is Wyoming. I mean, those two states have next to nothing in common. How did Wyoming get on that list? And then Alaska is right behind Wyoming, followed by Montana. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tana in Utah. Maybe it has to do with the amount of, uh, you know, like the opposite of the big city living. It's more of like the slow pace out in the country, big sky, mountains. Yeah, but yeah. Hawaii had kind of like a stressful year last year. Wasn't that when all the, the volcano was erupting there and it right. snowed recently, which is so weird? Yeah. And you know, I've I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, it's not that great living in Hawaii. I mean, you it's so congested because it's there it re- they really are just these small islands and I've heard that too. And very expensive. It's the most one of the most expensive states in the country. Yeah, it is expensive. And that the where you go when you're to, when you're a tourist is very different than where the area is that people live that it doesn't feel does it do, where when you're, you're, when you're Yeah, I mean when you're in the middle of Honolulu in the city, does it feel like a tropical paradise or no. does it feel like a, just another it feels like a city, city that where yeah. the sun is out a lot. But I will tell you like when we we went I've been twice when I was much younger and we drove, we were on the big Island and we drove from Hilo over to Kona, which is like a straight shot, like across that Island. And Mm -hmm. it is, that's where I think like a lot of people live Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful and just very, just 
pristine and very relaxed. That feels like not a lot of people are in a hurry to get anywhere. I imagine if you've got a lot of money, you can live very well in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Because, because I, I remember, there's a lot of famous people that, you know, yeah. moved to Hawaii and have. And I remember, I think, the gallon of milk, because when I went with my parents, we did, you know, we didn't have money to eat out every day. So we did that whole thing where you had the refrigerator in your room and we bought like cereal and milk and bananas mm-hmm. and stuff like that to snack on. And it was like $8 or something ridiculous for a gallon of milk. Yeah. Like, no joke. Like, we went to the grocery store and bought small things. It was like 150 bucks mm. for nothing. I right. mean, like bread, meat, milk, bananas, and cereal. Yeah. Something stupid. What was the movie that he was in where he was a dad and he was living in Hawaii? Who? George Clooney. Because... Uh- Oh, and, and his wife was having an affair or something. Yeah. I can remember oh. him running down the street. What was that? Yes, that was a great movie. Oh, hang on. I'm looking it up. The reason I bring it up a is... daughter. Wasn't there a daughter? Yeah, because... It was The Descendants. Yes, The Descendants. Oh, there you go. Because remember, somebody was having an affair and the daughter knew. And the dad was... And George Clooney was devastated. Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> Sad, but good. Yeah, but anyway... <laughs> Because doesn't she die or something? The wife does, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, like the first, the very first line of the movie, and the reason I bring this up is because in the first line of the movie, George Clooney's character says, my friends on the mainland think that just because I live in Hawaii, I live in paradise, like a permanent vacation. We're all just out here sipping Mai Tais, shaking our hips, and catching waves. Are they insane? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's showing like, you know, real life Images of Hawaii that aren't so glamorous, you know, the day-to-day experiences, the day-to-day visuals that you see there. It's the same thing when you live in Florida. Everybody thinks, you know, people forget that you have to have a job. Right. And that you're not available to host out-of-state visitors 52 weeks of the year. Right. How often did, I was talking to my boyfriend about this, though, about, you know, moving to Florida or whatever. And Uh we were talking, I was telling him, you two were talking about Going to the beach when you live in Florida is like the first year you're like, oh, yeah. It's a couple of years. And then the only time you go after that is when people come to visit you. Right. That's true. And that's the only, I could count on one hand the amount of times I went to the beach when I lived in Florida. Yeah. And And it was always whenever I had guests from out of town. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I live, we lived in Tampa. So, I mean, I was a half an hour. It was a half an hour. And I'll tell you, that's one thing I regret. I wish I would have gone down there more because it is just so. It's so beautiful, but... Well, uh, I had no excuse because yeah. I looked in Clearwater and I still didn't go. So. <laughs> can, yeah. can you confirm if you're not in a city, a beach, or a theme park, it's a giant swamp? A little bit. <laughs> There's a lot of swamp. I don't know, you live there. Especially South Florida, for sure. Was a, slump, was a swamp in my... You know, Clearwater was just named the best beach in the United States. And understandably, it's beautiful Two beach. years in a row at yep. the top. That it is nice. That sand. It's gorgeous. Well, there's just Scientologists gorgeous everywhere people. when you live there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew any personally. I don't think I did. No, but Kirstie Alley was in town a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Travolta and John Travolta, yeah. true. Well, John Travolta lives in Ocala, which is just you know an hour and a half north. By the way, West Virginia had the lowest well-being score for the tenth straight year. The rest of the bottom ten: Arkansas. I'm sorry, Kentucky, you're on the list. Always followed by Mississippi, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Alabama, Louisiana, Illinois, and Indiana. <laughs> 
All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 753, mostly cloudy skies, chance of a sprinkle or a light, wet mix this afternoon. We'll see a high around 40. It is 32 at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the invention that the world has been waiting for. Now, I'm not sure that this invention necessarily solves a common problem, but it certainly solves a unique problem, a product called the Pizza Pocket Hoodie. This is kind of brilliant. It just went up on Kickstarter. It is a hooded sweatshirt with a big, insulated, triangular pocket on the front. And it's perfect for storing a warm slice of pizza (laughs) so you can eat it on the go. Hmm. While I see the beauty and the logic of this thing, Mm -hmm. I think anyone that would buy this also would be the type of person that would eat pizza the minute it is put in front of them until it is freaking gone. Whether it's one slice or eight slices. You don't think they're going to save it? Yeah, so (laughs) it's a cool idea, but like if I had that, it wouldn't last two seconds to even get in the pocket. See, I thought about this because I was reading this story a little bit yesterday, and I was thinking about like, what if you were walking around downtown like tailgating or something, and you don't have enough hands to hold like your snacks and your alcohol? Sure. It's a convenient place to store a slice. Or if you get two slices. Yeah. You put one, eat one now and put the other one in your pocket for yeah. in a little bit. For when you're tailgating. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know what they were smoking when they were sitting around and thought, hey, let's let's make a sweatshirt that has a place to put a yeah. piece of pizza. <laughs> Dude, you know what we need? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's the point now where when I go to a restaurant, I order items, side items that I have no intention of eating at dinner. I'm just going to pack it up and take it home with me for the next day. I'm going to go ahead and get the risotto. Would you like any sides? Yes. I'm going to get the risotto. All right. That's a good choice. Oh, don't even bother putting it on a plate. Just pack it up, bring it to the table. I'm taking that home with me tomorrow. I like that thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, you can pledge $55 to pre-order the Pizza Pocket Hoodie. If they hit their goal of $5,000, the hoodies are set to ship in June. That's something. Just in time for Fritch's birthday. Maybe we ought to get her one. Yeah. Now, if you're going to eat two pounds of chocolate every day, and we know people who love chocolate, Mm -hmm. don't you think you might as well get paid for it? Wouldn't that be awesome? So Cadbury just posted a job opening for a new chocolate taste tester. And if you get the job, you will spend about eight hours a week trying chocolates at their headquarters in Walkingham, England. It's only eight hours a week, so it's not a full-time job. The hourly rate's okay. It's 14 bucks an hour. Do you think, though, if you're eating that much chocolate, you're going to get tired of it? No. Eight hours a week? I don't think so. I think that's, I don't know. What do you think? If you work two hours a day? I want to know how much you're eating. I mean, how much, what, are you eating 10 huge Hershey, you know those great big five pound Hershey candy bars? I mean, how much are are you taking teeny tiny little nibbets and then clearing your palate with a cracker? Well, here's my question for you. (laughs) Yes. How much of, how big of a bite do you need to take? To cover your palate. A big bite. (laughs) I want as much chocolate in my mouth as humanly possible. Yeah, you do. I know. I want every ounce, every just 
little tiny piece of my tongue to be covered in it. They say anyone can apply because they're not necessarily looking for someone with experience, just someone with a passion for chocolate who gives <laughs> honest opinions. That's you, Jen, right? Yeah. You don't problem have any nut allergies, do you? No, I don't. Oh. Problem is, I pretty much like all chocolate. Oh. Yeah. Well, what about when they give you one that's like really bitter or something? You, you know, know like when sometimes it starts they have getting that, that really dark. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like mine to be a little on the I mean, sweet I do side. like a good handful of those semi sweet morsels, but if they kept giving them to me, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. Enough is enough. I don't enough. know. Your tastes change. I mean, you start with the milk chocolate or the white chocolate, and then next thing you know, you're craving something with a little more bite. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, Sorry to tell you that they will not pay for relocation expenses, so you're going to have to move yourself there if you get the job. That's it. I'm quit. But, yeah. By the way, we were looking at a new list this morning, the most valuable apparel brands in the world. And the, I'll tell you what, pretty expensive sneakers are more lucrative than very expensive clothes, I think, because look at this. Nike. Oh, I got to take a break here, so I'll hustle through this quickly. But Nike is the most valuable apparel brand in the world right now with a total valuation of $32.5 billion. It's because they make so much profit off of those sneakers. That's up 16% from last year, and it's the only American company in the top 10. But uh, Nike is it. Uh, some other huge luxury brands making the list. Zara, Adidas, H&M, Cartier, Louis Vuitton. Chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Croft and Barrow. Yeah. Columbia. <laughs> Sorry. No. Not the Coles brands, Tim, no. <laughs> How do you pronounce this? Her- Her- Hermes? Hermes? Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. Hermes. <laughs> they make the Birkin bag. Gucci, Rolex. And what is this? Unique- Uniqlo? U-N-I-Q-L-O. How do you pronounce that? Is that I don't know. U-N-I what? U-N-I-Q-L-O. Apartment 9. Stop <laughs> Hagger. Sorry. Canyon River Blues. Stop it. Some other companies finishing outside the top 10. Coach, Victoria's Secret, Polo, Old Navy, Calvin Klein, Levi, Sketcher. Yeah, these are more up my alley. Sketchers and Rewar. Urban Pipeline. No. no. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.